Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Someone the other day said to me that we are living in the age of Antichrist. Well, who is the Antichrist? That phrase, Antichrist, is one of 27 names for a world dictator who will rule from the city of Rome, then drop by Jerusalem on his way to Babylon, where he will operate an economic, political, governmental system. Age of Antichrist is the title of a five-part audio series on CD that I have available for you. It will help you to understand the coming of this beast and how indeed that will all be set up in our world today. I can give you this much information. We are at that point for it to happen. Let's take a moment now and listen to a portion of the second part in this five-part series, The Emperor Who Is the Antichrist. We'll take a moment to listen to this study, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of The Age of Antichrist. Here now is the study. What's going to happen? What is he going to do? Well, look with me. His design is in, is in verse 1. Look what it says. Having, look at the last part of verse 1. Having seven heads and ten horns, upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the names of blasphemy. He's going to blaspheme God. Look at verse 5. And there was given unto him a great mouth, speaking great things, and blasphemies. Look at verse 6. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle. Blasphemy, the design of the Antichrist, when he comes to power, to blaspheme God. Blasphemy. You know what? You can go in any school in this nation and learn, if you've never heard it before, the most vulgar language. Oh, wait, I'm not talking about high school. No, 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 I'm not talking about junior high school. I'm talking about elementary school. There's a song, a rock song out. Please, I don't use this word, but I want to tell you the words. It has two words in it, in this rock song. Two words. God damn. Those are the only two words. Blasphemy. The Antichrist comes to power to blaspheme God. May I suggest one other thing? Another form of blasphemy? Go back, please, with me to, to Daniel chapter 11. I, I, I'm just going to do this one more time. Promise. Daniel chapter 11. I want to show you something that maybe you need to consider. Daniel chapter 11. We were talking about this being Antichrist in Daniel 11, and that he would not regard, look at verse 37, he would not regard the gods of his fathers. Now look at this. Let's read it again. Neither shall he regard the gods of his fathers, my King James Bible says, nor the desire of women. Basically talking about that desire of the Jewish woman to bring forth a Messiah. So I said, wait a minute. Does that mean something else beyond that? And I went into my concordance and I pulled up Daniel 11.37 on my Bible program and my computer. And I looked. And there's no word for the or of. 
in Hebrew. And I looked at the Hebrew structure. I suggest it should read like this. Neither shall he regard the gods of his fathers, nor desire women. Meaning, his blasphemy could be sodomy. I don't use the word homosexual. I use what God calls it, sodomy. Have you read Romans 1 lately? Just go there for a second. Let me show you Romans 1. Romans 1 is very interesting. Verse 21, I'll read it. You don't have to look, just listen. Romans 1, 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness, uncleanness, through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever, amen. For this cause, God gave them up into vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. What does that sound like? You know what it sounds like. It's the world which we live in today. It's on primetime television. It's propagated by the President of the United States, the first act he made when he came into the presidency. Let the Sodomites do what they want to. That's his legacy. He wants a legacy. I submit to you, Satan is not only going to be a blasphemer of God, and can you blaspheme God any more than changing the natural way that God made man and woman? That they lust in their heart? The Antichrist. He has a doom. We conclude by chapter 19. The Antichrist of Revelation 19 has a doom. His description, his dominion, his design, his doom. Verse 20, Revelation 19, 20, And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worship his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, and they stayed there for a thousand years. And at the end of the thousand-year period of time, while Satan is in the bottomless pit, then verse 10 of chapter 20, Verse 10 of chapter 20. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire of brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. And they shall be tormented day and night forever and ever and ever. The doom of the Antichrist. They'll be cast into the lake of fire. The lake of fire prepared for three people. Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet will be cast there forever and ever. Tormented day and night forever and ever. They're doomed. What do we do therefore? What do we do? Why, why teach this? I'm going to be practical. So that we know what the enemy's going to do. And thus, we can become watchmen. Ezekiel, 
chapter 3, chapter 33. I make you a watchman, Ezekiel. Hear my word and warn the people. You got loved ones without Christ? Are they believing the lie now? You know the word. You know what he's going to do. We need to be watchmen, warning the people, not accepting his lie. James, jot down James 4, 7. We'll not look there. James 4, 7. We don't command the devil to do anything. Pay attention, please. We don't demand the devil to do anything. We got these men getting in airplanes, flying over cities, casting the demons, taking back the, from the demons and from Satan. That is out of the pit of hell. That is an impossibility, folks. You don't tell demons to do anything. You don't tell the devil to do anything. Michael, the archangel, book of Jude, feared Satan so much, he said, Jesus will take care of you when they were fighting over the body of Moses. You don't tell the devil to do anything. Only Jesus. What do we do? James 4, 7. Submit yourself to God. Totally submitting to God. Resist the devil. Not by telling him anything. By Ephesians 6, putting on the whole armor of God. Why do we put the whole armor of God on? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers of darkness, evil in high places, Satan. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil with the whole armor of God. And he, the devil, has to flee. That's why we studied it. But in addition to that, to show you the stage is set. All the actors in place. Antichrist is alive and well on planet earth waiting for the revived Roman Empire so he can appear. Father, allow the word of God to teach the people of God. And may the spirit of God illuminate the truth in the word overriding any mistake that I have made. Allowing the word to be supreme. The true teacher. And the spirit of God who wrote the word is the spirit of God living in us as Christians. He's not contradictory to himself. He's complementary. Allow the spirit of God to teach us the word of God. Thus better we understand the plan of God and then we the people of God will be willing to move into the will of God for his glory. In thy precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.
The Age of Antichrist is the name of the series that you have been listening to a portion of. We've been talking about the beast, the emperor of this empire that is going to come into power, a one-world economic political governmental system. It will be preceded by an ecclesiastical Babylon, which is a false church, and end up in economic Babylon. Indeed, that is a literal Babylon that I'm talking about. For more on that, you need to get your copy of Age of Antichrist, a five-part audio series on CD that is available to you. If you would like to have your copy, call our toll-free number. They can tell you how you can make your purchase. That toll-free number is 877-674-3298. It's toll-free from all across America. Once again, the number, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and make your purchase. Do it today. You need to understand that we indeed are living in the age of Antichrist. And as you study this, you'll become much more aware of the fact that we are quickly approaching the time of the rapture when Jesus will call us up to be with him. By the way, that could happen in the next moment. And having said that, really there's nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...